Welcome to the K-Pop Cast. I'm your K-Pop DJ, and I'm joined by my co-host, Stephanie. Hey, what's up, guys? And also joining us for this episode is our junior editor, Kayla. Yes, I am out of the K-Pop Cast dungeon, and I am here. So let's do this. <laughs> I'll let you out for this episode. No, I'm just kidding. All right, so yeah, today we'll be reviewing NCTU's Boss. Letting you know if the song is debak or not. But before we dive into that, first our hit replays. Hit replays are songs we recommend you play on repeat for the week. So Stephanie, what's making you hit replay? So my hit replay is Boa's new song, One Shot, Two Shot. And no, I don't think it's all about drinking. Um, <laughs> this music video is a dance choreo lover's dream. It is like pure fun footwork and a really simple, cute story of a guy and a girl dancing on opposite sides of the train tracks. Really romantic, so much fun. That's my hit replay. DJ P. Lowe, what's making you hit replay? And Flying's Hot Potato. And Flying's Hot Potato is full of self-aware jokes, letting the boys dream about what it would be like to be the quote-unquote hottest band or hottest potato in the world. But then at the same time, the music video sort of like acknowledges the reality of their situation. What I love about this music video is that it includes a lot of the scandals that you get when you actually make it big in Korean pop. So, you know, it's only in Korean pop that you get into a big scandal when you're caught dating someone in your car. (laughs) And they do that in this music video. Stephanie, I need your Korean language skills here. How do you say from head to toe in Korean? Yes. And that phrase is in like every K-pop song and it's in this song too. It's in so many songs. I love it. Michaela, what's making you hit replay? Well, following with Stephanie's pure choreography video, my hit replay is Romance's Bjor or Star. I think I'm pronouncing that right. I don't know, Stephanie. There, Pial. Pial. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What she said. Anyway, it's Romance's newest comeback, and it's awesome. Just the epitome of like a honey sweet R and B ballad, and I really think you guys should go check it out. And we will. Cool. Moving right along to our Daybak or Not. 
This week we're looking at NCTU's Boss. Boss. So, guys, diving into like the message and the theory of this song, I was so excited when this came out. I watched our favorite K-pop music video theorist, K-pop Junkie, and he had this really fun, elaborate theory about how these guys are always seen in these circles, and that they're like these egocentric masters of their own universe, and it was like rich in symbolism and storytelling, and I was like totally buying it and feeling it. You should be sure to check out K-pop Junkies theory. But then SM Town actually came out with their own music video. And uh, one of the members said, yeah, it's just a music video about different leaders and they duke it out to be the number one boss. <laughs> like, what? Clean and simple. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of let down. And I, I totally saw all the evidence and the symbolism that K-pop Junkie pointed to. So I was buying it, but I felt really let down by the actual meaning of this music video. It's funny because as this one member of NCT U explains, they're all leaders of each of the different domains. And they try to spy on each other. They try to sabotage each other. And then for the end, for their final fight, they realize that they're one world and they're all on the same team. So they're all the number one boss. That is uh, Mm. real cheesy. (laughs) (laughs) We can go more into K-pop junkies theory, but I guess we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, that actually makes a lot more sense now because there was that scene where they're all sitting around a table and there's three people on one side and four people on the other. And I was trying to figure out what that was all about, but now it makes more sense. I didn't understand any of that. (laughs) (laughs) All the theory stuff, but you know what? It's cool. What about the visuals, you guys? Can I just say, first of all, these boys are beautiful. I heard that there's one member that didn't even get a line. He's just there because of his looks. Who's that? Win-win? Literally no lines. (laughs) No lines at all. See, that's that's when you know you got it like that. You don't even need a line in the video because you're just that cute. I could just smooch him up. Anyways, so visual-wise, I noticed that while the setting is pretty... I guess washed out or or drab looking the boys are the ones who with their outfits or hair colors add a pop of color to the setting it seems like they're moving around a bunch of different locations like an empty office building they're outside in a parking lot with a bunch of buses in the snow and it seems like i mean i'm not sure how young the boys are but they're obviously very young and they're in these like really adults or like corporate spaces so that just stuck out to me a little bit visually i don't know what you guys thought about like what the settings represent yeah yeah i mean this was as we all know it was filmed in ukraine it, it definitely gave more of that like thunderdome like you know we're all coming in to you know go into this like almost barren <sighs> decrep i don't know what i'm getting at but yeah, like it, it, it wasn't was, like damaged it was it was very like clean yeah. and, but very structured yeah and business yeah, all business them. yes right yeah I, I mean i will say that I, I felt like the visuals were lacking i wasn't it didn't have the pop of k-pop nor did the visuals at the same time like underscore or play up the opposite you know having a really gray world 
on purpose. It kind of felt like it was kind of in the middle, honestly. Yeah. Maybe it was so so boring because it was actually filmed in a library. <laughs> no, library. That's what it was. Yeah, no, the, the National Library of Ukraine is where they filmed a lot of the interior shots. Uh-huh. So oh. that could have added to the whole boring, you know, tone. Yeah, I thought it was like, an, those... like a bank or something. <laughs> yeah, no. But that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, it definitely felt very institutionalized, right? I Institutional, mean, yeah. yes. Like old money. Or Eastern European. I mean, mean, it really was just that. But that's kind of what I was getting from it, just from the architecture. Yeah. Although in contrast, Stephanie, you mentioned the the hair color. Yeah. I think the people that had the most vibrant hair color wasn't even NCT. It was actually the Ukrainian models that they had in the music video. (laughs) Ooh. Right. 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 So moving on, a part that I really liked... uh, I guess that's still in that visual category is the choreo. I don't know if you guys uh, enjoyed it as much as I did, but that was the first thing I noticed is that that move where they lean back and they're snapping. I was just like, yes, get it. And I started doing the same thing in my chair. And then when you get to the chorus and they're talking about, don't you know I'm a boss, the moves convey this like hyper masculine. There's chest pumping. Mm -hmm. They're hunching their shoulders. Uh, and I'm just, I'm, I'm all for it. It That, the choreo really drives home the lyrics and the point yeah. of the song to me more yeah. than the, the background or, or fashion or whatever. Right. No, I, I'm with you on that, Stephanie. That lean back move that you're referring to, like that is such an iconic movement. Like I can't think of other K-pop songs that have done Come a on similar now. move or gesture. And that- four minute, four minute, crazy. Yeah, but they do it with one arm. NCT does it with two, so I think oh, they just take I it up another saying. notch. Four Minute does have a very similar movement, but I think for this one, the way they move both their arms back and forth, that's like swag. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you totally. Know? You know? This has swag written all over yeah, it. Yeah, I like that. And I feel like that's a very difficult move to recreate. Who is the one who's in the center when they do that move with the red hair and the shaved eyebrow? He's just like swaggerific. Who's that? That's the leader. That's Taeyong. He's the leader? Of course he's the leader. Mm-hmm. He's the face. Ooh, I can tell. So the face cut your eyes, Stephanie? Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. Just the whole thing. <laughs> he's just so swagged out. I love it. Guys, it just dropped today. But one thing I really want to call out is the dance practice version of the song. Like, Ooh. I would even say, like, screw the music video. Just watch the dance practice version. And, like, Don't that mind is if I do. must watch their dancing is so sharp and you can really see that in the dance rehearsal version and it's got these really really fast formation changes and what i really like about seeing those formation changes and really the unit as a whole is the way they alternate their form so they'll have moments when they're in that they'll be upright and doing a tut we'll have that um, yeah. moments where like most of them will all kind of lean forward or lean over. Mm. And then they'll also have that, that unique move that we were talking about, Stephanie, where they just kind of lean back and move their arms. Like th- that's very dynamic visually, you know, right. because there's a lot of movement at, in different ways that, that I think makes for a very good overall um, choreography. Yeah. And I feel so goofy for saying this. The cameraman is perfectly 
like pivoting around them both horizontally and vertically. The camera gives each member their own spotlight. And you know how in a lot of choreography, especially for K-pop, you'll have that one member, he'll have his phrase or his lines. Yeah. And the choreography will reflect that, you know, like he, that one person will be standing up and talking or they'll be sort of like pulled out from the group. In this dance practice version, you see the camera look at them very well. And everyone's sort of like bent over or it's sort of like out of frame just a little bit just for that moment mm. for each member. And I thought that was really good. And that is all thanks to the camera work. So the cinematography, as simple as it is, really pulled it off. So <laughs> I feel like this set a new bar for dance practice videos. Like now all K-pop dance practice videos have to do this. They all need to be like this. As well as K-pop dance cover groups. K-pop dance cover groups now all have to do this. All one take, Uh-oh. move the camera around. Can't be easy, but it looks so good. Now that I've seen it, I've, I've tasted the forbidden fruit, Get you guys. Like I, <laughs> I can't go back now. I can only see this. They're ridiculous. Forbidden fruit. But how about the music itself? What did you guys think of the audio? I thought the audio was tight. I mean, right when boom, the intro boom, started. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I was like, uh-oh, okay. <laughs> it's stripped down. It's like electro bass synth. I mean, you you know better what the instruments are called, but uh, it just has that. bass synth. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. And then they add the snaps in there. I was like, ah! It was great. Fantastic. Definitely hip-hop, like trap style. Yeah. I was ready for it. Ready to get down and dirty. Yeah, and their vocals, I think, pierce through that so well. You know? And and similar to other, like, NCT songs, there's a sort of, like, groan. Like, they sort of, like, pull out. You know, they sort of, like, uh, like they sort of like lean into each of their each of their lyrics. It still cuts through the music with a very strong attitude. Yeah, you hear that a lot in their Limitless release yeah. that they made. And for Limitless felt like it was very lean back. I, I guess like it was very um, I don't even know how to describe Limitless. It was its own <laughs> special beast. This has a lot more attitude. It's like Limitless was lean back, mm. but this song was like lean in you know it was lean forward it was like in your face yeah they have the long drawn out groans and it's a little slower you just stay leaned back the whole time <laughs> for limitless that's true you know one, one thing i will say about this song is that it almost feels like it would be better if it was shorter like if it had an element taken out just so it could be a shorter song because if it was shorter it'd make you want to hit that replay again because it it just has the hook and then that's it and then you'll be like yeah i want to hear the hook i want to complete that phrase one more time all of us know this feeling when about 30 seconds into the song where we're just grooving to the verse beat then it changes completely into a pre-chorus that where we don't know where we're going we're wondering okay the chorus is coming are we going to get a nice drop that goes back to what we liked about the verse or is it going to completely change genres again? Yeah. You just never know with K-pop. Yeah. But with this one, it came back with a vengeance to the trap hip-hop of the verse. And I was just celebrating. I just started leaning back and shaking my shoulders. I was like, yes, because it could have gone into some electro, yeah. <laughs> electronica beat. You know what I mean? Oh, I've seen with so, like, especially so much from uh, Teddy of YG. So exactly. many of the songs He always do that. does that. Yeah. And I'm traumatized. <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> right. But 
we're, we're referring to like songs by like Blackpink and Big Bang. Like they do a lot of that for like the third. Yeah, to anyone chorus, it's like a completely different song. Girls' Generation S- SNSD has that as well in their later songs where they completely yeah. switch. Yeah, in this case, it was done just right. Like you've got a, a little bit more of a percussion in that pre-chorus for the last just a little sign-off chorus of this song, and it works so well. But ahead of the show, we were talking about how, well, what if they move, remove the bridge of the song? And we were yeah. listening to the bridge and we're like, you know what? The bridge is actually really good. <laughs> they can't remove the bridge. And like, we were, just, we were just talking like maybe if they had their own song that was just in the style of the bridge, that would be a very good yeah, song. Yeah, I would like that. Just Yeah, so basically the bridge part that you're talking about is two people. It's Doyoung and Jungwoo. They're in charge of that bridge, and I'm sure all of their fans would be very happy to hear a song with just them on it. Oh, yeah. The new unit come into town. (laughs) Yeah. And actually, Jungwoo is one of the new members of NCT that debuted this year. And I wanted to talk a little about him because he reminds me a lot of Taemin. <gasps> like his his voice. You said the right word, the right Tell name. Tell me more. Well, his voice and just sort of his mannerisms when he's speaking and the way he sings, it just all reminds me a lot of him. Ooh, mm-hmm. color me intrigued. Yeah, if you're a Taemin fan like Stephanie, I would go check out the newest member. All right, you have my attention. So on our Twitter handle at the K-pop cast, we had a Twitter chat today, hashtag K-pop chat, led by our uh, our recurring co-host and and contributor Supermatic. And in that K-pop chat, we talked about NCTU's boss. Uh, and we had a few great Twitter comments from that Twitter chat today. Yes, and Twitter user at Cooper Crossland said that NCT's boss was amazing. NCT has some of the most out there production and interesting layered vocal harmonies in K-pop. The way their songs flow between singing and rapping is especially unique, and they aren't afraid to play with the beat switch-ups and mixing Mm. genres. Yeah, I don't know if the song changed it up too much, but it did change it up just enough for the bridge. Okay, so just bouncing off of what he said, layering is definitely something that is what I call NCT doing NCT. Because if you look at their past songs, like Limitless, they always choose very unique layering in their songs. But in Boss, you really hear it in the way that they layered the chorus. Mm. And that was the thing that stood out to me the most about the song when I first heard it, because I was like, what is going on here? Because there's so many different voices and textures going on. So we also had another tweet from... Cast and two of their hosts gave us their feedback. Host Jacob said he loved it, especially the rap line and the vocal heavy bridge towards the end. Host Andrew gave it the Daybok seal of approval, trademark, <laughs> uh, though Baby Don't Stop beats it out on the basis that it actually has 10 on the track. Hashtag 10 deserves respect. Back. <laughs> Put some respect on my name. (laughs) (laughs) It's spelled like R-E-S-P-E-K. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Andrew, I want to add another hashtag to that. Hashtag 
Can Winwin get a line? Uh, like I said before, he's so good looking. He doesn't even need to say anything. Mm-hmm. Those lips say it all. Main visual. Mm. Okay, so guys, I think it's time we give our final scores. So for concept, one being the lowest and five being the highest, how would you rate NCT's boss or boss? Boss. Let's see. For concept, I was not feeling the the concept that much with the visuals, but the choreo kicks it up a notch. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead and give this 3.3. Okay. It's so funny because when I was watching the K-pop junkie theory, I'm like, oh, this is so rich. It's so thorough. It's so soaked with deeper meanings and like exploring this theme. And I was like, oh, I was, gonna, <laughs> I was getting so ready to give it a five on the concept. And then when they said like, yeah, it's just about a big fight and like who's the leader and who's boss. I'm like, oh Lame. my gosh. <laughs> like, Gotta downgrade it for that. Also, like the like the Eastern European like post Soviet like Union setting, I'm not feeling as much because they don't either go ham on it all the way. Yeah, they could have done so much more with it. Yeah, like, they're like kind of like caught between two extremes. So I've got to ding it really heavily. If it was just the choreo, like five, right? Because that choreo was so dope. If it was the dance practice choreo version, five point period. But because we had that horrible concept, I've got to penalize it with a two. Ooh, dang. <laughs> he tanked okay, it. You, you know what? I'll, I'll give it like 2.5 because again, the car. Oh my God. So no, good. no. Stick with it. No, <laughs> hey. Be true to yourself, Peter. The gang okay. battles in libraries that doesn't do it for you. Don't no, you hear no, no, Rick, Ricky Woodson in your ear? Uh, yes, you're right. Okay. Stay thank true. you, Ricky. <laughs> thank you, Ricky, for giving me confidence and resolve to, to rate things low. Oh, man. All right, Michaela, what do you think? As, okay, and since this is my first official this is rating, your first. I wasn't Don't mess so it up. sure. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I gave the concept a four. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Right, I'm going to tell you why, though. Because while the concept of it just being a boss battle in a library oh, is very, you know, minimalistic, the fact that it was filmed in Ukraine and they got out of the SM box and like got way out of the <laughs> SM box Yeah, True. was really awesome to see. You got to see all this beautiful architecture, these awesome drone shots where you got to see the whole library. And Ooh. so I, I think the, the visuals of just the shooting locations really bumped up the concept. For so me. outdoor gray dry <laughs> hey hey whatever floats your boat man okay. i'm gonna have to go watch it again i mean it is winter so you're not really going to be expecting a lot of vibrant colors right. even though it is k-pop yeah. yeah it is an appropriate winter mm-hmm. k-pop song. because they're entering into the k-pop arena oh my gosh for the final battle all right moving on moving on to audio huh <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> moving on to the audio my score is going to be much higher than the concept I'm going to give it 3.8. I'm feeling that trap beat, but it's not like best K-pop song of all time. I think it'll stay on my playlist for a while, a few weeks to a few months. It's a 3.9 for me. I was going to give it higher if it was just a little shorter of a song. Again, as we discussed earlier, if it only had like just the chorus and the verse, it might have had that replayability just such that it creates that earworm short hook you know, trying to actually deliberately short itself from any intellectual merit. I think that might have actually worked in its favor. But it's that beat, though. Like, it's a good balance between that thick beat and the vocals, which cut right through it 
in a way that sort of eases the vocals in, in a way that they sort of like slipping themselves into a hot tub. I don't know. That's that's a bad description. In the big universe of like K-pop songs that you introduce to your Western friends who don't know K-pop, like I might put this in that category. Oh, yeah. Like this is like beginner friendly K-pop material. Like I'm going to ease you in to some K-pop with like this song. As a K-pop DJ, I'm like, this is one of the earlier songs to play on in the set. Like, this is one of those songs like, okay, you know, we're going to get a little bit serious now. I'm going to put on some NCTU <laughs> balls. Yeah, it's definitely in that same boat for me. I would introduce this to my American friends <laughs> as a representative K-pop song. Michaela, what'd you think? Hold on. Can you hear my cat? I think the cat, the cat's trying to oh. give a score. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, the, the cat gives it like one out of one meows. Um, it sounds like it sounds like the cat is like four, four. <laughs> okay. Well, I disagree with him because mine is a solid three. Ah. It took me a while to get into this song. Honestly, I, the first time I heard it, I was so shook by the way that they layered the chorus. I was like, I I don't know if I like this. Shook. And then I realized it's actually a really great song to work out to. Mm. So. It had a little bit of staying power for me, but Mm. it's just a three, honestly. Comparing it to Limitless and my favorite song, which is Cherry Bomb. Cherry Bomb. I I will say that I think this is better than Cherry Bomb or Limitless. I like it more than both those songs. But their best song is Whiplash. Check out Whiplash. It's a B-side. It's not a music video, so be sure to check out Whiplash. You won't. I do really like that song. Great tip, Peter. So we've all given our scores and I love how we are all on like three different ends of the spectrum, (laughs) if that's possible. Yeah. I love everyone's uh, contrasting opinions here. This is cool. But all in all was NCTU's boss, Daybok or not? Daybok for me, obviously. Daybok from Pila. I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> Whoa. That's not a score. Well, I don't know. Because I, with the scores that I give it, I would have to say it's a, a debak, but... A low debak? An unenthusiastic... It's an unenthusiastic low debak. Sure. I don't know. I, if you're going to say like low and unenthusiastic, mm. I think you kind of want to say not. True. Sorry, this is Ricky Woodson saying that you should say you not. You know what? I'm going to be the odd one <laughs> out here and say not. This, this is a not for me. There we go. There Dang. we go. That keeping it real for mm. our listeners. And Michaela is the one on the show that knows the most about NCT. I think she's maybe the, the biggest fan on the show. So she's like giving them some tough love here, challenging them to be better, to earn her love mm-hmm. i like that yeah i, I want to say that so it was so funny on our tweet chat today ask me about k-pop they tweeted yeah i'm not sure i understand the concept behind nct <laughs> michaela here just tweeted back something really savage toward sm she said yeah i'm not sure sm knows what they're doing either <laughs> uh, they had a plan but they've already diverged from that plan so i don't i don't think they know Finishing this episode, we had some feedback from our listeners from our last episode. First one is from my girl, my BFF, who I found out I've been saying her name completely wrong. I'm talking about Miss Jenny. I still don't know. But she tweeted us 
and said, y'all, it's more like... Jenny. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we will try our best yeah, she gave to us say a, a Jenny. Yeah, she gave us a <laughs> meme image of, like, we go together, like, peas and carrots, and it has, like, Forrest Gump in the background. <laughs> I still think Rodri's version of it is the best. All right, right. Um, (laughs) We don't have time to address it in this episode, or else we'd create an episode on it. Um, But Ricky Woodson, of course, left us a ton of comments on our SoundCloud, so be sure to see his interactive feedback which is time-stamped for the episode. That's the benefit of uh, leaving feedback on SoundCloud. And also, guys, be sure to join us for our weekly K-pop Twitter chats on Tuesday. Hashtag K-pop chat, led by Supermatic. Yep. Yeah, sadly, I couldn't join the K-pop chat today. I was having lunch with the CEO of uh, YouTube. Okay. So... I know. That's a unfortunately. Excuse or else Stephanie. I would have totally been there. Yes. <laughs> but I can't wait for the next one. Yes. I heard it was lit. Yeah, I was so shook. What, what are some other phrases that Gen Z could say? <laughs> I don't know. Peter, you're giving us away as old people. <laughs> Sorry. That's oh. our familiar cover. <laughs> Anyways, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and tell all your friends. Yes, listen to K pop casts wherever you can when you're driving, eating, doing laundry, cooking. Cooking, cooking, that's my favorite. Cooking, cleaning, mm. good, those are the best times for K-pop podcasts. Because I'll be cleaning, and then I'll be like, but the episode isn't over yet, so I have to keep cleaning. So, <laughs> <laughs> Signing off, guys. Where can people find you online and tell our listeners who you think should be the final K-pop boss? Alright, so everybody, you can find me on Twitter at sparker2 and man, if I had to pick the final K-pop boss, it would have to be my ultimate bias, B-Rain. Yeah, I, I came close wanna... picking yeah. you too. The king! The yes. king of K-pop. That's right. So, uh, you can oh, find okay. me at DJ Peter Lowe and my final boss, like final like countdown like episode boss music, like cute boss music, would be Jay Young, or AKA David Choi from Boys Generally Asian. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, do, wait, does that count? I don't know. If that I counts. guess. It counts for Anything me. goes yes, on the K pop yes. cast. And you can find me at Michaela J K pop on Twitter. And my final K pop boss is forever Queen Boa. <laughs> Boa. That's a good nice one. choice. Mm, yes. She's been in the game the longest. She is the queen. True. Hasn't aged a day, y'all. Yeah. And you know what? Honorable mention goes to CL of 21, of course. Did anyone see her performance at the Olympics? Guys. Yeah, that, oh, my gosh. Although, I will say, it's that was too big of a stage for anyone, even if you're CL. Like, it was too much empty space, mm-hmm. I think. Hey, she killed it. Yeah. She's a true yeah, boss. Yeah, her styling. Giving us Cruel DeVille tease. Oh, yeah. I love it. Cruel DeVille. All right. So, catch us all again next week. If I had to change my answer, it might have been JYP. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Kick him out. Hold on, give me a second. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. Don't 
leave me. My cat is always like, feed me more. I will con- I will give you conditional love. If you conditional just, <laughs> if you just feed me. Yeah. Hi, I'm so sorry. Oh, no, no problem. It's okay. We should have that. Like, we should get samples of your cat and drop your cat. Oh, totally. <laughs> Turn into a remix. And especially the door slamming on the cat. That was perfect. <laughs>